Hey, Hopers. Hope that you're all doing well. Today's devotional is called Our Real Enemy, and I'm going to take it from 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 1. And uh, this is about a battle that we all face. Obviously, as I talk about an enemy, I'm talking about a battle, a battle that we are in. And I'm betting that you, like me, feel like we are definitely in a battle right now. Whether you're doing more than you normally do or less than you normally do, maybe you don't even know how to measure what you're doing right now compared to what you normally do because it's so dramatically different. But you feel like you've been in a battle. You feel exhausted. You feel discouraged. There's a, a part of you that just is hanging back there that's freaking out, wondering, where's this all going? And how long is it going to go? And when will this end? What will it look like when it ends? Will I make it? Am I going to get sick? Is my family going to get sick? And if they do, how bad will it be? What happens to us when all this is over? There's a real battle. And some of that is a natural effect. Some of that battle inside of us comes from what we've been asked to do. Make no mistake, when you are called to take actions, those actions begin to have an effect on how you see life. And so being told to quarantine and isolate and wear masks, these all have an emotional effect on us. You can't really do it without facing the feelings of being nervous, anxious, afraid, uncertain. That's just a natural effect. But what I want to say today is that the real enemy that we face is not the virus or the rules, the real battle that we fate is, face and, and fight is within our own souls. I've been in situations where everything was going really well, and many people were impressed with what I was doing and how things were going, but inside, I was absolutely a wreck, and I had no joy, no life. I've also been in situations where the bottom of my life had really fallen out, and yet I was full of peace, patience, hope, even joy as astounding as that was to me. What that tells me is that what's happening around us does not need to determine what we feel, how we live, or even whether we have hope or not. We need to recognize and battle our true enemy. And I just want to start before I read 2 Timothy 1.7 by saying, your true enemy is not the government, whether you think it's the president or our governor or county, whatever, whatever you think it's not them. It's not the virus itself. A real enemy is not your neighbors who are too paranoid to do anything or who are not quarantining hard enough in your view. These are not the enemies. These are the people we, we tend to fight against, but they're not our real enemies. Any measure of conspiracy theories, what's, what's making you exhausted is not that. It's why that's on your radar. And so I just want to read 2 Timothy 1.7. It says this, For the spirit God gave us does not make us timid, but gives us power, love, and self-discipline. That verse says, God, the voice of God, the Spirit of God in us, is not speaking to us or working in us to make us timid. That word timid means unsure, unsettled, afraid, ready to run away, full of fear. So if you are thinking things and talking about things and commenting on things and ruminating on things that are filling you with uncertainty, fear, um, just that urge to run away and hide, that does not come from God. It is not God's work or God's leading in your life. No matter how many times it whispers to you, this is the way to safety, that is a battle you are actually fighting. Your battle is not shutting off that voice or turning it off. Your battle is to turn away from it, to stop believing it, to stop acting like it speaks the truth from God. The voice will always be there, but you have to decide to pay attention to the other voices, the voices that you trust, 
and prefer. Those voices come from the Lord. And he tells us what they are. Power, love, and self-discipline. Power. The word power is the word dunamis, which is the word which we get dynamite from. It speaks about that God speaks to us and the, ability, the, the, the work he does gives us strength, gives us resources, gives us the ability to bear up under the things that we are facing. God's voice speaks power to our souls, power for this moment and power for the things you're facing. Love, agape, the ability to care for others without balancing it against self-centeredness. What's in it for me? And self-discipline. In the King James, that word is sound mind. Being able to think straight. God's voice speaks to us and tells us we need to be able to think straight, to make wise and conscious decisions about which direction we're going and what we want to harvest at the end. That's what God has provided for us. I believe the current circumstances, like all the others in our life, are an invitation from God to learn how to distinguish the voices inside of us. How do we lean into the power and strength that God's Spirit gives us? How do we see and experience God's sufficiency in this? In love, how do we move on from wondering about me to caring about others? And I will tell you from personal experience, when you're able to do that, there is such relief. It's so counterintuitive, and yet it is so supernatural. Not waiting until I'm set, till I have it figured out, till I feel good enough or have enough, but looking to the concerns and the pains and the burdens of those around me brings life to your soul and self-discipline. Being self-disciplined even in your mind, recognizing the battle is whether or not I'm going to keep circling back to questions that God hasn't given me the answers to yet. I'm going to trust him with that because God hasn't told me about those things yet. What I'm going to focus on is what God has told me about. That's how I have a sound mind. I discipline myself to stay focused in the moment, to stay focused on what's known, to stay focused on what God has shown me and what God has called me to, what is mine, to stop reaching out past that to other people and wearing myself out. So if you what if yourself all the time, you're just going to live in fear all the time. Instead, I think if you will fight the real enemy, The real enemy is that God has not given us the spirit of fear. That's coming from somewhere else and it's attacking the very fiber of your soul. I would say today, my prayer for you is that you would know the power, the love, and the self-discipline that the Spirit of God wants to bring to your soul.